Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome back to Queen Flow and welcome to the show if you're new. I'm hoping you guys cannot hear Brooklyn. She's my little puppy, if you don't know. She's nine months, obsessed with her. Definitely my soulmate puppy. And she just is finally getting to the other side of Giardia, which I don't know. If you don't live in a big city, I don't know if this comes up a lot for you, but in New York and in my neighborhood specifically, there are so many dogs and they all get it from each other because they love to like sniff each other's butts or step in poo and then lick their paw or whatever. And she was playing with her little friend who had just been at doggy daycare for like a month because her parents went to Australia and somehow got stuck there for longer than they were intended to be there. And then I ran into them and their dog was sick. And then Brooklyn they didn't know, got sick the next day. I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. So anyway, I will say this, make sure that you really like stand your ground around your pet's medical care the same way that you would for yourself. Because I have found like when I've gone through things in my past, many of you know about my fibroid surgery. I mean, you really have to be your own best advocate in the medical world. And obviously all of these doctors, everyone is doing the best they can, but people are just like overworked and busy. And at the vet, they were just wanted me to do things for her. I don't know. They were just, I, I think we just had a scattered mercury retrograde day and what they were wanting me to do for her, I knew was not going to be enough. And like she needed other holistic care and to be on the medicine longer for it to actually work for her. Like, you know, you just, if you have a dog, you might know. It's like, I feel like I can read her and read her energy as though she were my child. Like I can tell what's going on in her body and they like weren't listening to me and she wasn't getting better. And then I had to have a little, I didn't have an Aries temper tantrum, but I really put my foot down. It was really firm because they also wanted to like push out her appointment. And then we had a snowstorm and they were closed. And I was like, this is not what we're doing. And listed the list of things that they should have had me doing for her based off my research that they didn't. And then they, of course, set the appointment and did the right things. And now she's on track to getting well. But, you know, I almost feel even more responsible with her because it's not like when I've gone through something and I can fend for myself and use my words and make phone calls and write emails and do research. I'm like, this little baby is fully reliant on me to like make the best decisions for her and keep her well and happy. So that is a little puppy update. And it's so funny because I don't get stressed out about very much, but her being sick is like the one thing (laughs) that will like send me over the edge. So I never thought I would care about poops so much in my life, but like seeing her poop, not diarrhea and a full day of normal poops, I was like, yes. Oh, it made me so happy. (laughs) So anyway, that's just real life. Um, today, 
I am bringing you such a heart-opening, womb-healing, yoni-activating conversation with my dear friend, soulmate sister, and guest expert inside of Feminine Magic and Many, the Mastermind, Katie Moore. She is a feminine embodiment and female sexuality mentor. She just deeply works within the body with rebirthing breath work, with her channeled practices. And, you know, we're all medicine women over here to help women step into and heal, right? Like so many of us, we talk in the episode about how one in three women have sexual trauma. And even if we haven't had, say, capital T sexual trauma, we've all been in situations, you know, where maybe you said yes when you meant no, right? Or kind of, or having sex without fully thinking it through. And then after going or feeling it through after going like, why did I do that? Right. Or just all of these different experiences that can contribute to the energy that lives inside of our womb. And we tend to feel like, oh, whatever that happened a long time ago or whatever, I already healed that. And because we haven't actually healed our womb and yoni and heart space, um, where the deepest imprints live, not only from our own lifetime, but also from that of our lineage and our past lives as well, a lot of times we can still be experiencing the repercussions of what we've been through. You know, we're we're afraid to use our voice. We don't feel safe in our bodies. We're a bit scared of the masculine. I see this come up a lot for women, meaning in interacting with men and with money. Um, And really, we're here to receive. You're here to live a fabulous life. And so we, of course, want to deeply heal our relationship to the masculine um, in order to receive everything that feels safe and supportive and yummy so consistently. And then also with the feminine as well, so that we can really feel safe and trusting of being in this like leaned back open energy. And obviously, basically none of us were raised to trust our feminine. We live in a very masculine culture. So we almost don't know how to interact or embody our own feminine essence for success and kind of just chalked it up to like, oh, I'll take a bubble bath once in a while or do this practice or that practice, practice, not understanding that it's an embodiment. Um, And we just want to fully turn on from the inside to where it's just who you be. It's not like having to try something on for size to relax for a little while. Although, of course, those things are fun, but you get what I mean. We're talking about the level of changing your life. And we also talk a lot about sisterhood wounding, which comes up. I mean, I don't think I have to tell you guys. I'm sure you've all experienced how painful it is um, to go through things with other women. And not just that, but it really in business can really stop women from showing up powerfully online that fear of being judged, what are other people thinking, usually who we're worried about is other women. Um, Then, you know, you have all of these fellow colleagues, you know, let's say that you're a coach, for example, and they can even block us from calling in clients. And with the fellow colleagues, I mean like other women doing what you do, feeling, am I good enough? How do we share the stage together? And we both feel vibey. Like there's a lot of nuances. Um, 
when you move into playing a bigger game online and your relationship to women and how safe you feel in relationship with other women is really everything. And also, of course, in your personal life and the quality of friendships you have, et cetera. And it's important for calling in clients because if we have this subconscious fear that, you know, we aren't loved by other women, we aren't adored by other women, uh, we don't trust other women, we're going to push away clients or have fear around, well, how are they going to receive the work? Are they going to like it? You know, all these stories. Whereas if we feel this like deep connected energy with other women, we're going to feel that deep connected energy while we're also inviting women into our world in all the different ways that we do it. And of course, if you're in a full-time job, you have, you're going to have female colleagues as well. You don't want to feel in competition with them. You want to feel sisterhood with them, you know? So it's just so important to get to this place because I don't believe that women are actually happy, like fully happy until we have that felt sense of deep community with other women. Of course, in addition to having this yummy, juicy relationship with men, but they serve very different purposes. And remember that, you know, I always think back to like, there was a point in time when we actually lived in community. We helped raise each other's children. We cooked together. We did all these things together. Just because we're not necessarily living that way anymore doesn't mean that the essence of that isn't important. And it's really women who've changed my life, honestly. And for, you know, for the most part, when I look at my mentorship experiences, my coaching experiences, and of course, men have had, there's so many men who've had an enormous impact on my life. So I do not want to devalue that in any way. Like, God, no, this is not one is better than the other. <laughs> not even close. I am just talking about the women for the sake of our sisterhood conversation, because Katie is also going to be leading us through some powerful work inside of Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind around clearing the sisterhood wound in addition to helping us, you know, take down our masculine armor, step into our feminine receptivity, you're going to be embodying and taking through an experience around sex magic. We're going to do all sorts of fun stuff with her. So the body is truly the manifestation portal. That is one of the great secrets of quantum manifestation that nobody knows. And not nobody knows. The witches know, you know, but it's not, it's not widely taught. And it's not widely experienced. And it's a big reason that many women feel kind of like plateaued in their receiving is because this is an area we want to turn on in. So if this is all speaking to you, please come join us inside Feminine Magic and Many, the mastermind. We are going to be starting in March. I'm so excited. I feel like every time I tune into the next round, I feel this enormous expansion inside my heart. There's so much magic that's happened in the past two rounds that continues to just unfold. If you follow me Instagram, follow me on Instagram stories, you probably see because I'm sharing something live from our boxer chat for the women who are in now who are closing in February before I, you know, before we start again in March. It's like everyday manifestations around love, money, stepping into new areas of receiving money from a place of passion for the first time. And just having that flow, there's just so much receiving. And obviously you can look at the enrollment page as well. There's also podcast episodes on the enrollment page at the bottom and FAQ from women who I've interviewed previously who've been inside the world, uh, this world, and meaning in Feminine Magic and Money. It's just a vibe. So please DM me if you have any questions. 
once these last few spaces fill, I'm going to close doors. When I reopen Feminine Magic and Money, the price is going up by 2K. It's just definitely time for that. And especially for the level of results and the intimacy inside the container. It's so high touch. Like I always say, like, this is not a container where you come in and you're a comment and it's comment section on Zoom. Like this is like you use your voice, you speak, you receive highly individualized support. That's why it's a mastermind <laughs> and not just a group program. Um, and you have continuous access to me and Boxer. I take you through all of my healings and activations and money work and just so much that I do not do inside any of my mm-hmm. other containers. So it's a really special way to work with me. And obviously the women and the level of talent that I've brought you with the guest experts. So that's the vibe. Enjoy the episode. Oh my gosh, Brooklyn is attacking me. Okay. Enjoy the episode. Please share it if you feel like it would support other women on their journey. And I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Hi, beautiful. <laughs> hey, babe. How oh, wait, let me make sure my volume's all the way up. Oh, my goodness. So, you know how in typical Mercury retrograde fashion, my phone will not charge. So, I've had to, like, oh, what's going on? Stay on my, off my phone all day. Just so for they me. would be charged for this. And then I need to go to AT&T to get a new one after this. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, like, hanging on by a thread, but we're here. <laughs> It's all good. We're going to be okay. We're going to make it. Yeah, it's kind of been, um, yeah, I've been feeling that, that kind of technological glitchy kind of feeling. I don't know, today has been a funny one for me. I'm feeling like a lot slower. Um, me too. <laughs> it feels good. Yeah. Mm. I had like an afternoon bath, which is my absolute fave. I love the daytime bath also. <laughs> So, I mean, I'll take one any time of day, but during the day, it feels extra luxurious. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm so excited for all of you hopping on. Hi, Emma. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Um, so Katie Moore is a feminine embodiment and female sexuality mentor. And I've invited her to this conversation and to be a guest expert who's going to be with us actually multiple times inside the container in Feminine Magic and Money, the Mastermind. So that's my five-month container for deep embodiment of feminine wealth, pleasure, magic, and magnetism Mm. because this work that we do, right, and really healing our yoni space, our womb space, turning back on from within and really gaining that deep access to our own pleasure, our own embodiment is so critical. One for just like feeling really good in our bodies. And most women through trauma and conditioning and overworking and do, 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 we've just lost a lot of our our connection to our feminine. And it makes it very challenging to receive and just go through life with that like yummy open energy. And Katie, I know you have a journey here that I would love to chat about, and you're so deeply embodied in this space. And the other area that Katie's going to be supporting women inside of FMM in, 
and that you're going to learn just so much today about it in general is inside like the sisterhood wound that really comes up for all of us. And it actually affects, you know, not only the quality of our lives, for example, our friendships, et cetera, but it comes up in business too, a lot. And so when this wound is still active, it becomes very challenging to show up big online because you're very afraid of being judged and what are other women going to say? You know, how are people going to perceive me? And usually we tend to be worried about other women and to call in clients, right? Because we're going to have this subconscious belief that like, you know, we're not loved by other women or we can't trust them or again, of being judged. And and that's a space that we really want to like bring some love to also for our journeys. So Katie, I would love to hear if there's anything you want to add and also about your journey of like getting into this style of work and like healing for yourself and where you came from and how you arrived here. Mm, I love that. So hi, (laughs) I'm Katie. I am a feminine embodiment and female sexuality mentor. I also work with rebirthing breathwork. I work with the flows of life force, so sexuality, spirituality, and breathwork, because I believe that these are the keys to unwavering self-love, embodied wholeness, and deep liberation and healing. So in essence, I empower women to fall in love with the power between their legs. (laughs) That is what I'm here to do. To be. I'm just going to check. Is my Wi-Fi okay? You went out for a second, but now you're back. Okay. I just wanted to check because it's peak time here in the UK. So the Wi-Fi is always funny at this time. So... um, yeah, I this journey for me, the work in which I embody, the work in which I share comes from a space of my own healing journey. Everything in this space has been lived um, and I have journeyed through it on my own journey first. It's not something I've read in a book. It's not necessarily something I've learned from like another mentor this is me. My work is my essence. Yeah. And that's why it feels so mm, effortless, which is, I think, something which we all really desire to go with the feminine flow. Of course. And what brought you here? Because in my experience in this kind of work, most women arrive here because of trauma and different things that we've experienced. And there's just kind of this reclamation of our sexuality um, and our sensuality that's required because of kind of like how we were fragmented through trauma and conditioning. Yeah. If there's anything you want to share about your personal journey or what brought you into this sure. space. No, yeah, I'm an open book. So for me, uh, when I was 13, I was sexually assaulted by my stepbrother. Within a couple of weeks of that, I was actually then physically assaulted by my father. Within six months of that, I was then sexually assaulted by two men at the same time. I didn't actually know that there were two men. They put me in positions uh, and did things to me where I didn't actually know. And um, after laughed and joked about it, and I I, I actually didn't know, I thought they were joking. 
Um, and the, the third one actually only really came to light, came to my conscious last year. So even after like 27, 28 years of work, it was so deeply buried. I was so deeply wounded and traumatized by it that it took so much healing, so much self-discovery to allow myself to be regulated enough and be strong enough to then face it. So from that, my nervous system, my whole body just went into complete shock. Like I just, I just shut down. My mother thought I was on drugs, which ironically came later. <laughs> um, but I wasn't. I was just sleeping 20 hours a day because my body just went into freeze. So I just could not cope. I went to the doctors and they diagnosed me with clinical depression at 14. And I went to counseling every week, every Saturday for four years. Uh, but it was around about a year in that I disclosed what happened to me I think there's two things there's two reasons why it took so long and one of them is that once you say this aloud once you say your trauma aloud it's real if you keep it to yourself there's this kind of air that it didn't happen um, and I didn't I so desperately didn't want this to be real so that was part of it and the second part was that I was so riddled in shame and guilt. Like I could feel it in my body almost every moment of every day, almost like I was disgusting. And oh, I just, I mean, I've done so much inner child work and, and all of that, that I just wish right now that I could have held myself and just been like it's okay like you know there's nothing wrong with you it's safe to express yourself it's safe to speak your truth which is so much comes up in the work that we do on the work that I do especially um, most of the women that I work with have been through similar experiences on some level um, you know it doesn't necessarily have to be like mine every experience is different every experience is valid so from there, I kind of, I felt freer as though something had been lifted off of my shoulders. However, it, the wound had been exposed. It wasn't being healed. And I didn't have the tools or the support around me from family or friends or, you know, I didn't have mentors or coaches or anything like that back then. So I was just sort of making my way through and finding coping mechanisms that that fit but it was really putting a band-aid on a bullet wound I went through most of my life sleeping with lots and lots of men and women um, to try and fill a void to find meaning to be loved because underneath all of our habits, whether they're conscious or subconscious, you know, there's just for me, there's just the little girl who wanted to be loved. Every time I slept with somebody or I gave away my power or let somebody cross my boundary, it was just because I was hoping that that they would save me, you know, and I spent most of my life like this. I took a lot of drugs, um, drinking, unhealthy eating habits from one end of the spectrum to eating a lot to try and fill a void to 
being able to control what I ate. So I would only eat 600 calories and I would go to the gym and run for 600 calories every single day, you know, but back then for me, wine didn't have calories. So I would drink all the wine, (laughs) but uh, yeah, it was just finding these ways to, to numb, to fill a void, to give myself something to feel, you know, um, and this went on for years, years and years. And I, I feel like when you look back, there's always been points of your journey that have been unfolding all of the time. Um, so it feels like it's it's always been unraveling. And when you look back, it always makes sense. At the time, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this doesn't make sense. It never goes how you expect it. It's never on your timeline. It's never how you desire, but it is always perfect and that is the one thing that I have really come to terms with and I really anchor in this unwavering faith of okay this is just not how it's supposed to go so it's going to work out better somehow it might not be today or tomorrow but down the line I'm going to look back and say so glad it worked out this way so I got to about 2017 when I was 23 I Um, bought my own property company on the Isle of Wight, which is like a little island off of the UK. I had no friends. I had no family there. uh, But I just had this calling to go. Now I know it's called intuition, right? But back then I had absolutely no idea. I was so disconnected from my body. I couldn't feel anything, like nothing. I didn't cry for years. Um, And the property company was around about 25 properties. And I grew it over 100 properties single-handedly. And it was the largest property company on the Isle of Wight. And it was because I channeled, you know, my my habits from one end of the spectrum to another end of the spectrum. And I started dating this, this man up in London. And I would see him on a Friday evening, probably around about 7 o'clock, after he'd had work drinks. We would go out for drinks, we'd go out for dinner, we'd have sex. And then at nine o'clock the next morning, he would kick me out of the house. And I was almost grateful, like, (laughs) grateful for these like breadcrumbs of affection that I was getting from these men. It was just unbelievable because the thing is, is that no matter how badly somebody treats you, you know, even if it's a little bit better than you treat yourself, you are willing to accept that behavior. And that's mind blowing. So in that moment, it was about four or five months of this. It was a Saturday morning and I was in the shower and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm done. I'm sick of my own shit. I'm sick of feeling like this. I'm sick of drinking. I'm sick of hating my body. I'm sick of numbing myself. I'm sick of attracting all of these people into my life that are toxic. I'm done. Like, I'm so over it now. Like, I'm really ready. Like, I'm so ready. Because before I was like, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. And I was like, oh, no, I am, though. Like, saying it. But it's not until you mean it. Like, it's so deeply ingrained into every single cell of your body that you are actually going to fucking do something about it. You can well, I call it. them like our fuck this moments. I mean, I had a very intense, like five-year rock bottom that mm-hmm. propelled me ultimately here too. And yeah, there's definitely those moments. They make all the difference. But you have to have that, right? 
Because the most beautiful thing about rock bottom is that you can't go any lower. No matter how shit it is, once you hit it, the only way is up, you know, and that's what the healing journey is. The healing journey isn't about getting from A to B. It's not linear. It's about going up in this spiral. And yeah, I call it the upward spiral, (laughs) right? The upward spiral. And then you start to come down and you're like, I've got full body chills, which means someone needs to hear this. So it goes all the way up and it starts to come down and like, it's even lower than before. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought I'd healed this. Oh my God. And it's so uncomfortable. There's so much contraction. But the beautiful thing is, is that like right after the contraction comes the expansion. And that's when you start to come up. And every time it's a lesson, you're learning, you're growing. And I'm so <sighs> grateful. I feel grateful for my journey. It didn't happen to me. It happened for me. And to be able to sit here today and have a conversation with you and have the women in my life that I have in my life to feel how I connected, I feel to my body, to be so in love with my life, to be a magnet for everything that I desire, to have a partner that I I believe as my soulmate, you know, in a flat, which is, is everything I've dreamed of and more. It's, it's, it's worth it. You just have to hang in there. But it's tough. So how did the embodiment work, healing your womb space, all of that play into your healing? Because ultimately, right, this is how your work helps women step into this place. Mm -hmm. So um, in 2019, I was diagnosed with um, a six centimeter cyst on my left ovary surrounded by four centimeter cysts and endometriosis in the lining of my womb. And I was told that I was going to struggle to conceive to have children. And in that moment, I had, I was teetotal. I was in a long-term relationship at the time. I had my home, I had my business. From the outside, I had everything. And when I was told that, I was like, fuck, I want more. Like, I want more. And as a a feminine being in my essence and in your essence, if you um, identify with that, you will always want more. You can never, ever have enough. More money, more pleasure, more abundance, more freedom, more adventure, more insight, anything that you desire, you will always want more. You will never be full. But that's what's so beautiful about it. There's no shame that needs to come with that. Oh, but I've got everything. But you don't have everything. There can always be more. So allow yourself to embody that and want more, desire more, get turned on by that. It's infinite and it's limitless. So in that moment, I was like, I want more. There's more for me out there. And I got into the car and my partner back then hugged me and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Shit's about to get real. Like, I'm about to flip my entire life upside down. And I did. I left my partner. I put the wheels in motion to sell my property company. Um, And I moved to Brighton in the UK where I'm based now. And... There's no surprise that one in three women suffer, well, suffer, have experienced, I'd rather say, so I'd like to cancel that, have experienced sexual trauma, and one in three women have endometriosis. I really... And a host of other issues inside of our uterus as well. This is so common. Yeah. So there's, there's no way that that's just like 
coincidence. There are no mistakes in the cosmos, right? And it might be in this lifetime, it may have been in others. I really feel like ancestrally, like we carry so much in our womb. We do. Um, So yeah, that was, again, another real big point of my journey when I came off the contraceptive pill and I started to use my cycle, um, you know, working with my cycle, in all areas of my life has for me been an internal revolution having that deep connection to my body that um I live my life by like you know we planned to do this when I was ovulating because like when I know that I'm in other phases I don't desire to do that that's how I run and I live my life having that deep connection that deep reverence that that worship and that honor for my body which for so many years I didn't have I disrespected my body. I I didn't really give a shit about my body. I couldn't really feel anything. And, and I thought that that was okay. That was just almost normal in some way. We've just been so conditioned to this numbing and these layers that we don't realize until we start to crack open and we start to break away from the chains and we take those walls down and we let the fist go around our heart, how much we can feel and how much beauty like beauty there is in the world and how liberating and like life is and what it is to be a woman and since then like the relationship with my womb has just completely (sighs) changed everything changed absolutely so what I've seen with women is what happens due to trauma and conditioning around, right? Like what success looks like in the world, mm-hmm. how you like how you need to move forward in order to be successful. Push, 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 grind, grind, grind. Mm-hmm. Ignore your trauma. Just keep going. Like that kind of overly masculine culture that we've all been raised in. It ultimately, because it's so disconnected from how we are intended to be inside the world, the way that I describe it is that like it creates this armor around you, mm-hmm. right? And so because our energy is so tight because we're stressed and like we're we have so much inside of our bodies that is asking to be healed and acknowledged and seen and we're not doing that sometimes we don't even know like usually we don't realize that it's there or you're like oh it happened 15 years ago it doesn't matter it does matter so what it creates so people can understand more tangibly like how this shows up for you is like what i've seen is usually like we will like when we're in that kind of state right like we are very protective of ourselves, like kind of to the point of being a bit defensive, right? We slip into control dynamics really easily, right? Like wanting to control our partner, wanting to control what's happening in the business, how clients are receiving the work, like our natural response because the energy is so tight is to kind of like try to create control, to create safety because like as women, we naturally seek safety. So when you do embodiment work and you heal your womb space, you create safety from within. But until that happens, you seek safety outside of you, right? And so that never works, right? And and it doesn't feel good. And then when you do this work, you know, the, all the different ways that you get to do it, it's like you create this safety and this openness in your body to actually receive more. And like your relationships with both masculine and feminine energy improve. And in my world, how this relates to money is like, I always describe money as a masculine energy because of how it feels to have it, right? It's stable, it's supportive, it feels good. 
And as feminine core women, like most of what we desire is masculine in nature. We're always wanting things. Everything we want, like makes us feel like safe and supported. Not meaning like you're leading a boring life, but it's like, we're always desiring, you know, the money we desire, right? The yummy home, the man, the, the like, it's, we're always looking for these feelings of like, mm, yum, the feminine exhale. And when we have that feeling, it's because we feel like really safe and good from within. And then, right, we trust the masculine more because there's actually like room for the masculine energy to come in. And I don't just mean in partnership, no matter like how you're oriented, just like if you vibe with a more masculine masculine partner energetically, there's also room for more money and there's room for more miracles and there's just room for more manifestation because you're, you've created such like an open channel, like within your body. And I feel like, cause you know, I teach a lot about quantum manifestation that the body is such a huge manifestation portal. And this is what's so often missed, right. And like mainstream manifestation and women's results start plateauing. They're like, I don't get it. And I still don't feel amazing because they're just focused on, I don't know, only reprogramming their brain or affirmations or law of attraction or whatever, trying to get in the vortex, whatever it is. It's like, but your whole body, like you are actually birthed into the world inside of a physical body for a reason. So your physical body must be part of the process. Our bodies hold on to trauma energetically. That's why we're getting anxious, depressed, reactive, all the things, because it's not processed and that's okay. This is all of us. Um, but your, your physical body is such a huge piece of the equation. And so often I feel like that gets ignored and, or women are like, I'm going to just go do yoga and work out. And I'm like, this is like deep medicine woman style work. This isn't just about like you hitting the gym. That's not, that feels good. It feels good to work out, but that's not healing. They're very different. Your body is the portal to manifestation. Your body is the portal to abundance. Your body is the portal to healing. Your body is the portal to everything that you desire. Like you and this work changed my life deeply too. I used to be so anxious, so type A, so worried, always future tripping. And then... It's like, I was so disconnected from my body without, I was physically fit, you know what I mean? But like I said, that's not what the work is. Um, but I didn't, I didn't understand until I really found like cervix dearmoring, breast massage, dance, and just like understanding that pleasure is not just the pleasure that maybe you feel inside of sex, although that's huge and beautiful, but let's say you're not in partnership or whatever it is, like, Self, like pleasure in your body to me or how I experience it, it's like this felt feeling of feeling really turned on in my womb space, even when there's no stimuli for it. Like I just feel it. Mm, Being turned on by life, right? Like the biggest thing for me is it's like your body is a canvas and let pleasure be your paintbrush. So I always say, allow life to be your lover. Like, Uh, infuse pleasure into everything that you do pleasure is so deeply healing yes you know there is so much like darkness and you really do have to work with the shadow like I have a I call it my shadow kink I love to find a new trigger or to go on that deeply healing journey I was literally just like 
oh, I said to my therapist, I was like, when something comes up for me that I haven't already noticed or seen, I'm like, oh, like a little bit, a little bit turned on by it. I'm like, oh, okay, there's something new here. There's something to explore because you're never going to be fully healed and what would be the fun in all of that, right? But it's allowing pleasure to be to be felt and to be liberated and to be lived from and to allow yourself to receive that. But like you said, the safety, right? If you are in either states of like fight or flight or freeze and fawn, you are not going to be able to receive anything, nothing. Your body is going to be jacked. Your nervous system is just going to be completely out of whack. And if you're on, for example, either ends of the spectrum and you want to get to pleasure, like you have to bring yourself back into regulation. That's like the number one foundation of what I do is safety, is coming back to your body because you will not feel, if you do not feel safe within yourself, you will never feel safe with anybody else. And if you want to receive pleasure or money or anything like that, you have to learn how to like soothe yourself. And it can be in so many ways, like self-massage or um, dancing or depending on, you know, where you are. Sometimes it can, like, for example, if you're in um, fight or flight, self-massage is perfect because it brings you back into your body, soothing yourself, bringing you back into the moment. But if you're in freeze or fawn, you know, putting on your favorite song. And I always like to do like the goddess breath. So breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth like that as you move to the music really intuitively it just brings you back into the moment into the present moment your mind is the masculine and your body is the feminine yes but your feminine anchor is in your womb when you are living inside of your body in your womb you are living in alignment with all of life Totally. And so how do you describe how pleasure and embodiment work relate to money in your words? Because obviously inside the Mastermind Found Magic Women, and we do so much, right? But a lot of women come into my world for money and end up receiving a lot more. <laughs> There's been so many women who stepped into love in the last round as well. I know. Receiving <laughs> is receiving. It's like insane. Say <laughs> every time I speak to you, like someone else is engaged. They've someone else. I'm like, I'm waiting for my ring. Where's mine? <laughs> it's crazy. I love it. Um, and it's not like this isn't dating coaching. You know what I mean? It's literally just turning on from the inside, and you become so magnetic. So yeah, I would love how your perspective on how this relates to money as well Mm. so pleasure and money are the same frequency Mm, I love that yes so (laughs) if you are not available to be able to receive pleasure you will not be able to receive money if you do not do the deep healing if you do not do the embodiment work you are cock blocking yourself from life right you we tend to put things in boxes. So like sexuality in one, business in another, partnership in another. First of all, I fucking hate boxes. So let's get rid of that. But it's 
they're not, they're so deeply intertwined. Everything is related. So for example, when you're self-pleasuring or when you're making love with your partner, like, do you hold your breath? You know, because that's a sign that you're controlling. You know, all of these things within life are your mirror. What is mirrored to you in your sexuality with pleasure is going to be mirrored to you in money. It's going to be mirrored in your business. If you think that they're different, they're not. Just take a moment to look around and see where you're being, you know, held back or some, there's a block or something like that in your relationship and then have a look at your business. They will be the Oh, person. the energies of love and money are so deeply intertwined. Mm-hmm. And also I want to add to, we're really talking about feminine business and living from a point of attraction because obviously there's people who make a lot of money in the really masculine, like go, 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 go way. And I'm like, well, that's available and you can do that, but it's not sustainable and it never comes without an enormous cost. But it's not measurable, right? It's, it's not like on health, on happiness. It's, and like, we're here for, like, I always say it in my world, I call it feel good money, you know? So if we want to feel good money, our bodies have to be, I love what you said about like pleasure and money being like exactly the same frequency. Mm. Because again, what happens inside FMM too is like women get so turned on that like they're, I mean, like so often in the chat, it's been happening the past two days. People are like, oh my God. Two new clients popped in. Oh my God. I have a woman in there who, who's like expanded her music career inside the container. Oh my gosh. I got this opportunity. Oh my gosh. I thought that that opportunity and previously she never was really getting paid for music. And it's like, oh, I manifested this amount of money. Like, it's like every day boxer is popping off and they're like, oh my gosh, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And it's usually related to money and love. Um, and isn't it, it's just so wild to me. So I'm like, why would you want to effort and push and exhaust yourself when this is available? This is so much better. Yeah, 100%. But it's it's the conditioning, right? So in my previous business, it was a property company and I was fully in my masculine, like fully. There was absolutely no feminine within my business or really even in my life at all. I worked 16 hour days, seven days a week. Yes, I made a lot of money, a lot of money, but it wasn't pleasurable. I didn't have room for anything else at all. You know, I was too exhausted to have sex. I was completely like controlling. I I just, the list is endless. And so it didn't last, right? So when we're talking about sustainability, it's like, cool, you can make the, but inevitably there will be a break when we live that way, especially for women. And that will be it. I was burnt out at 26, 26 years old. I was done. Like I, I couldn't take it any longer. I mean, I sold my business. Um, but I had to completely relearn everything that I had been taught, everything that I had been known. It's in from conditioning from my parents, from society, what I had seen growing up with my mom. She ran a successful dental surgery. So she prided herself on being a woman in a man's world. Like this is everything that I had known was competing with women or being better than women or being in a man's world, being proud of that, like priding myself on that. And actually like, because I was 
exactly like you said, I had this armor on and it was like, oh, look at me, you know, making people like making, uh, trying to seek approval in some way, being strong. I mean, I had to parent myself growing up. There's, there's so many things to it, right? And it's not like I'm saying that you can just go from here, like deeply in your masculine, straight over to like in your feminine really, really quickly just by doing one dance one morning, right? It's not about- Well, that's ridiculous. And that's why I'm like, ladies, this isn't just about bubble baths and dancing around. No, it's, it's just so, I mean, yeah, there's like an essence of that. There's like a little bit of that because it's what brings you pleasure. But it's, it's so much deeper than that because you have to relearn, you have to rewire you have to like let go and surrender, like surrender to wave the white flag. You know, what a beautifully divine word. Yet all we do is we try to cling on and it's really scary, but it's the most subtle, it's the most subtle doing yet. It's the thing that we find so hard, you know, to let go of the control. But the moment that you let go, like the universe catches you every single time. But it's about, letting everything go, letting go of attachment to absolutely everything. And everything that is no longer in alignment will fall away. When you start to walk this path, like you will, your friendships will change, your relationships will change, your business will change, your relationship with yourself will change, your family will change. And at first it's really scary. You're like, oh my goodness, what the hell am I doing? But it's because You know, it's like the great crumbling. Everything falls to the ground and then you build it back up with this beautiful feminine flow, this ease, this magnetism where, you know, you can start to harness your sexual energy and your pleasure and put it into place, you know, other places of your life and into your business and be creative. And there's just like this infinite possibility that comes with it. But it's it's really letting go of everything that you know in order to be able to do that. And that's really scary. We've been told that the feminine is weak, you know, and that our sexuality is shameful. That's how I was brought up. I don't know how many people can relate to that, but most many. of the women I work with, they are exactly the same. But it's not. It's not like that at all. The feminine is so strong. It's such a force. Your sexual energy is life force energy it is the same energy that spins the planets that moves the oceans tides that is the energy that you have running through your body you have the divine between your legs you have the veils between the worlds at your circuit you are the dark goddess chaos and destruction light and dark it's time to embody all of you unapologetically anything that you desire in your life you can have you have to get out of your own way and you have to do the work, but it will, it's there. It's there ready to be. I love it. Okay. So that was a pleasure sermon. Thank you. (laughs) Delicious. And I want to um, switch gears a little bit because some of the other work we're going to be doing is around the sisterhood wounds. And so I'd love for you to share it. So the way that I explain it, you know, to the women in my world is basically that we've been programmed to compete for safety. So in the traditional sense, it's like, oh, we need to compete for a well-resourced man, right? So that we're safe. So what do we do? We're always judging. We're always like sizing another woman up, always thinking this, she's too much of this. She's too little of that. How much of the coaching industry, people spend half their time talking about what other female coaches are doing. Men don't do this. 
right? Mm-hmm. Because they're not looking for the safety and the validation in the same way. They're like, well, I just go get the resources. You know what I mean? We're like, I need to receive it though. Like someone has to help me, please. Um, and it's just like inside of our caveman brain. So every mm-hmm. other woman is like competition in a way. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, there's that. And then there's just the fear of how we're going to be perceived by other women. So much of what keeps women from showing up in full power online is this fear of being judged, right? Or even inviting women into our containers. Mm -hmm. It's like this fear that it won't be good enough. This fear that someone's going to come in and then say something bad about you. We're always like dancing in these little ways, trying to avoid what another woman might say, do, or think. And we don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. Or it feels really activating, but we just don't understand what's underneath it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's like, you know, we've heard of the divine feminine rising. We've heard about um, toxic masculinity, but it's very rare that we talk or acknowledge like the wounding within the feminine, which is a system of enormous rejection, exclusion, betrayal, all the mean girl stuff. Yes. Inauthenticity, comparison, judgment. I mean, the list goes on, right? Like, how does that feel in your body when I say those words? Like, can you relate? Because I know I definitely can. Me too. I mean, how many are like, especially, you know, if we were in businesses, we're rising in our power. And then what used to be, I had so many friendships drop off or like, as I stepped into being more successful, I was, then I found out, Oh, you were my friend conditional condition on my success level. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, and just so many, it just comes up in so many places. It is, this is not something to ignore. Like, even if you're not feeling highly triggered every day, like this is a space that's worth going into. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it, right now it's definitely being heightened because we're being like forced to look at it and to really see it and to feel it and to understand that this actually isn't like our true nature this isn't true sisterhood and usually it comes from you know like a mother wound or a pain or a trauma but it's it's really the time to come back into trust with one another and love with one another you know, it's time for the the cut, like the competition and all of that to be broken because, you know, your sister's success is your success. Her pain is your pain. Her wins, her celebrations, everything is yours and her beauty is your divine mirror. You know, her light is a reflection of your light. It is not you against her. It's not us against them. Like, we are one and we are co- need to come together and, and rise, like take back the power of your inner goddess because everything you see in others is within you too. You know, we're not separated. It's together. We need to rise. And I do feel as well, a lot of the sisterhood winning as well comes from the media because we're fed. There's so much focus on female beauty and what it means and what it looks like. And every other year, it means something different and contort this and change that. Just kidding. Go back. This is hot. This mm-hmm. is not like be Kate Moss skinny. Just kidding. Look like Kim Kardashian. Like we mm-hmm. are being taught. We are like an object right. in the media, literally. It stems back from so long ago, right? Like 
we were we were told um, by society to to turn on one another because of you know being a witch like there's definitely for me like a massive witch wound and mm-hmm. it's, I had to work on that too especially mm-hmm. before I launched feminine magic and money the first time yes definitely and that comes a sisterhood wound because we were told to tell on one another to save mm-hmm. our lives and then you start to look in like films or you hear of like a cliche when you hear of someone oh you know such and such as husband ran off with a secretary well you know, it's, it's always these, it's always the other woman. It's so right. It's like, and now we're mad at the secretary. Like, what about your husband? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very, very strange how we kind of like, we've been taught that and that's, we're like, okay with it. Like we're okay with being like, like slating other women. We're okay with dragging them through the mud. We're okay with just the way in which we're treated and like disrespected and it's not it's not okay but it's also in the way that you feel within yourself right like everything is a mirror perception is purely projection yes you see somebody who's beautiful yeah you see that within yourself but if you see someone who is really irritating for xyz that's also within you too so it's taking radical self-responsibility Right? It's taken could... an enormous amount of responsibility on my part to move through right. these. But I just, especially, and it really showed up more as I was like really growing in my business because, mm-hmm. and you know, I like to share my stage. I like to bring other women into my world and include their work because it's so potent, you know, and like where maybe someone has a zone of genius that's like, a, you know, a different shade than mine or like, because I just love getting clients amazing results. And just, you just interact with a lot of women, (laughs) you know, all my clients are women, like the women I bring into my world, my mentors, like people don't realize also sometimes how triggered they're going to get inside of mentorship when this is really active. I can't, (laughs) if anybody is watching this and doesn't follow me, like if you go onto my page, like it's so funny how it's evolved, but the more the more unapologetic I am, the more I speak my truth, the more people I trigger. And you know what? I love it because I am just holding up a divine mirror. And the day I stop triggering people is the day I find something else to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's healing, it's growth. Like we're in this together and there's so much that can be learned from that. Like we're awakening, we're remembering, we're healing and we're rising, but it is together. And yeah, I mean, all of the, I never used to have any female friends or like, I mean, I didn't really have many friends growing up. Like that was such a, an interesting dynamic to start when I started my healing journey. But one of my manifestations, it was so funny actually, because I thought of you the other day because I opened my journal and it was like work with revolutionary women and like collaborate. Wait, work with what? like revolutionary women, like women who are like change makers and oh. and like who are going to change the world, and like incredible, fierce, powerful, wonderful women. That was like one of my manifestations for last year. And then I was like, I looked and like, obviously we have our call and I'm coming into FNM. And I was just like, oh my goodness, like this is it. Like oh, when you come together and you like harness that energy and there's just nothing more powerful. It's so liberating to have your sisters behind you. I am surrounded by the most amazing women. And I, I am the woman I am because they are the women that they are. 
I was literally thinking about that too before I got on our call. I'm like, it's women. It's all women who helped me heal. I had one EMDR specialist who's a man. That was important too because I actually felt like I needed to be seen inside of a masculine container also. But in terms of my like long-term investments and everything that's helped me so much, it's all women. I would not be here otherwise in this version of me. Mm. It's really interesting because I always, my therapist is a man and that's been very interesting because I've been healing my father wound. So from choosing the masculine and like the relationship. That's what I was working on a lot with him too. Yeah, (laughs) right? Yeah, exactly that. So it's, it's that, but it's, Oh, that honestly, the reason I do what I do is just because it's magic. There's, there's nothing that lights me up more than watching a woman fall in love with herself. Like seriously, nothing. And you just, the glow up feels so good. It feels so good. Um, could you share a little bit? Cause there's so much that you do in terms of pleasure space and breath work. Just some of more about your work and it, and ugh, about your work and how it works mm. to help us heal and feel this liberation inside of our bodies with money, pleasure inside of sex, mm. inside of love, just to receive this full life turn on. I mean, I know how it works, but for anyone who's listening <laughs> or interested in working with Katie or joining Feminine Magic and Money, because I feel like something that's so interesting about this kind of like feminine healing space is that it's, it, it's very vast, right? We all use a wide range of processes. Like the way that Katie goes about it is different than the way that I go about it or some of the other guest experts in my container and in my world. And I've experienced it so many different ways inside of women that I've worked with or coached. So yeah, I would love to hear for you, like in your world, kind of like, you know, some of the different pieces you like to play with and sort of uh, not like how to get from here to here, but you know what I mean, the practices and, and what they do for us and for our bodies and energy. Mm. So within my space, um, within my like sensuality mentorship is very much like it's an embodied space. So it is a body-based mentorship. So I really work on like this. And to like for the parts that you're, you know, uh, potentially bring into FMM too. I know you're probably just going to like feel into and feel what everybody needs when you're with them. But yeah, those areas also. Mm. Sorry, just to add that. (laughs) No, of course. It's, um, yeah, so it's very much on like a body-based level. It's really coming home to yourself. And anchoring in that deep self-love, that that radical self-acceptance and healing, deep, deep healing. This is not just the work that I do isn't just something to tick off a spiritual to-do list, right? You don't just come for one hour and then you just head off home and then that's it. Like it's so much more than that. We work, or I work very much with like shadow work, inner child work. Um, sex magic so using your sexual energy to manifest which is what I'm coming into FMM for as part of it really working with the, the, the sacred portal so your heart your womb and your yoni and connecting to them really connecting to like who you are and your truth and stripping back the layers like metaphorically and physically to uncover and reveal and come home to who you are 
within my rebirthing breath work, it's the most powerful homecoming, yet gentle unraveling at the same time. You know, it's starting to remember and awaken who you are, who you are before life got to you. And that's really massively the work that I do is just coming home to your truth and to your essence and and dropping the shame and the conditioning and and being liberated in your sexuality and your sensuality and just living a life that turns you the fuck on unapologetically. That's what we're that's all we're here for. <laughs> and I love this too because I always explain this work and what's on the other side of it. It's almost this energy of remembrance, you know, because these parts of us kind of get fragmented off from things that we've been through in this lifetime, from a generational lineage. We do a lot of past life work inside of Feminine Magic and Many as well. Um, And then it's like, as we heal, as our energy gets activated, right? As we release, as we just like really shift, I call it basically shifting paradigms, right? moving from living, breathing, being, experiencing in one way and radically shifting it to another. Or you can think about it like, you know, like it's kind of like time. Tra- it's, um, mm-hmm. sorry. It's like, when I say shifting paradigms, it's like we were, mo- we all have had this experience, right? Like think about the way you felt right when you were inside that business, inside that situation ship, mm-hmm. like just the way you were doing life and how you received mm-hmm. life versus where you are now, you shifted dimensions, even though you're still you. And like, we all get to have this in every area of life. And what ends up happening to your point, Katie, is like, it's just this remembrance across lifetimes, across, you know, like just everything that is our soul of who we truly are. And when we know that, and we don't just know it, but like, we feel that, like, you know, I'm sure you have this thing. I have this feeling all the time of like, oh, I like feel really like myself, like, I no longer, you can know, I coach a lot of women in business and there's so much in the beginning where women are like, well, how do I show up? How do I brand? How do I express myself? How do I speak my truth? How, 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 how? And I'm like, it's the, it's like, yeah, there's, there's businessy things, obviously, to like help us have structure and understand package, you know, like all the business stuff, right? But that's totally, feminine magic and money is way more, we're in like total feminine side of this of the business, um, and life. And I'm like, yes. Okay. Hear that. And like, yes, we can learn that, but that's not what's going to take you to the moon. What's going to, and we need to learn it. So we have structure, but like what's taking you inside that structure. Cause a lot of people learn business strategy and get vastly different results. What's taking you there just is with business as an example inside that structure is like the woman that you are. Right. So like, we want to be moving through the world on the internet, doing whatever we do. Not quite, We don't want to have to ask ourselves, well, who am I and how do I express myself? Those are questions that you ask when you don't know yourself. Hmm. I love that. So for me, I very much say what's dropped in for me, like the work in which I do and that I'm bringing into FMM is pleasure alchemy. Yes, it's turning the pain into power, the wounds into wisdom, like the disconnect to desire. That is what I do. Healing isn't, you don't need to heal because you need fixing. Healing is the journey of remembering your wholeness. And that is the journey that I will take you on. And I love that because so much of the healing world, it feels like 
yeah, there's parts that are like, ooh, this is a lot. This is a big initiation. But I don't think it's intended to be so drawn out and com- like complex and so many, like we need to re-explore every story, everything that happened to you, figure it out. It's like when you move in this space of like deep pleasure, embodiment work, sexual healing, et cetera, you don't need to do the play-by-play of what happened. You're, it's like, it's moving more from a place of understanding that your body has deep wisdom and that when you actually just give your body, like whether it's with the wand or whatever, you know, any practice that is body-based, when you give your body that space, your body knows what to let go of. Your body knows what's safe to sink into. This isn't like an up here thing where we're like talking, 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 and like sometimes honestly getting re-traumatized by talking about the thing. And it's like, it's, and this is why I have you inside this space where we do quantum healing and quantum manifestation, because like, your body knows and it just takes your brain out of the process in a way that creates a lot of space for rapid unfolding. And your brain ends up on board anyway, because you feel safe in your body. Like, remember, one of the things we get confused by, we think our brain is telling our body what to do, but actually like the body feeds more information to the brain. Mm. Yeah, and it's... um sort of like how our gut health impacts how we feel rather than your brain telling your gut you feel good. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah, definitely. And it's the same as like with the, the work that I do within the pleasure and the womb and within your yoni, right? Your yoni and your throat are connected. Your yoni and your mouth are actually one. And they, they look separated out. They look the same. They have the same tissues. They have the same texture. Like literally, if you look at them, like physically or on a diagram, they are exactly the same. So it's no surprise that people find it really hard, or women in specific find it very hard to speak their truth, or I don't know who I am, or how do I say this? How do I share my voice? Like, that's no surprise that if you're disconnected from your body and from your yoni and from your pleasure and your sex, that you're unable to to unlock this. And especially if you've gone through sexual trauma and things like that, like, we hold so much in our yonis. We're, we're so, so tense. And it's like, even in your jaw, like notice if you're watching now or watching the replay, like just notice how your jaw is, right? And relax it. And instantly notice how your pelvis and your yoni just relax. If you massage your jaw physically, you'll actually loosen, yeah, you'll loosen your yoni. And that's part of like the dearmoring and the work that we do, the internal work. Is, is massaging, it's softening, it's just breaking down the energy. We are so tense. We're holding on to so much. And it's just this beautiful, deep exhale, this feminine let go, this deep surrender. And of course, when you let go, like everything that you've been holding on to, because the one thing you don't want to do is let go of control because you're holding all of this stuff on. But the moment that you just soften into it, yeah, okay, it's going to be hard. Sometimes, you know, this pleasure work isn't all orgasms and running around in your underwear, despite what my social media looks like, right? I'm also very honest when I'm having a bad day, when I'm going through, when I'm going through anger, when I'm going through shame, I'm very transparent about that. You know, it's not just pleasure, but... Well, sometimes we find feelings of numbness when we're doing that internal exploration, we find numbness, we find pain, 
Yeah. It's not like you said, it's not always about like, oh, I'm doing self-pleasure and have an orgasm. It's like, we're actually healing. Mm, exactly. And it's rewiring your system to, 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 to life. Basically, it's, I mean, I could be on here forever talking about it, right? But it's, it's some of the work that we're going to do in FMM. So if that speaks to you, like you need to be there because it's, it's pure magic. It really is. Like, like I said, this is pleasure alchemy. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's changed my life. It's changed your life. I'm so excited to have you and that you're going to be with us multiple times inside the container. (laughs) I know that all the women who've already joined are so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) I can't wait for you to meet everyone. And especially because I keep that mastermind really intimate so that everyone can really have the chance to not just be a comment in the comment box on Zoom. (laughs) Which, you know, bigger kids, you know, it's it's whatever... Different containers work differently, but this is a mastermind. So because it's a mastermind, there's a lot of space for everyone to like speak and share their experiences and really receive that like high level individualized support while also being, um, going through the process and being held. And it's so like this container is so close to my heart, the amount of intimacy, because it's an intimate journey in every single way. And also being in sisterhood in this intimate way. And also I just attract very like kinds, loving women always, but like being in this sisterhood in this way, I mean, like inside of my, I've, I've obviously gone through things in my personal life, but I'm saying inside my business, everyone's incredible. And now in my personal life too, but we have to get like, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Um, But yeah, like the sisterhood gain, like there's a lot of healing also through just stepping into the community and being there and allowing yourself to be witnessed, to be held, to be advised and just honored by other women who've gotten to know you in such a deep way who maybe were perfect strangers previously. I mean, it's life-changing. They become friends. A lot of my clients end up working together, like collaborating. So much happens. And I'm sure you've seen the same. Yeah. I mean, for me, stepping into high level containers has been one of the most expansive journeys with other women. It's been one of the most expansive journeys that I've ever been on within my healing, within my business, within pleasure, within my, you know, within insert anything that you like. It's just even that like energetic, like opting in, like I am all about, which you know, the full body fuck yes life. Like if it's a, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, I'm not interested. Right. Literally. it's living that life. And yeah, sometimes it's fucking scary. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you're a bit like, oh, this is such an edge, but the edge is where the magic happens. That is the moment where everything changes. As soon as you, the moment you say yes to yourself, like life says yes to you and it just shifts. Like the moment that you sign up for FMM, like shit will just start happening for you. Like this happens all the time. You won't even have to have actually started. Like it just shifts. The energetics shift. It works. I've seen it. I've embodied it for myself. And the space in which you hold is so beautiful. And the fact that you give people space to be seen, to be held, to be witnessed, to speak. And it's so intimate. Like that in itself, regardless of anything else, is so deeply healing. Like to be in your presence and to be in your world is such is such an honor and it's so expansive and oh, I just love you. 
you so much scorpio queen and i wanted to reflect back wait how much scorpio do you have in your chart a lot i'm a taurus i'm a taurus sun but i'm pretty much scorpio everything else which just comes from the sensuality grandest sensuality (laughs) i love it because my venus is in taurus so that's why i'm like i'm in love with her (laughs) (laughs) feeling so mutual But you're a Scorpio, are you a Scorpio rising also? Yeah, Scorpio moon, I'm rising. Okay, so when I had my my astrology reading with Aisha, Oracle, for anyone who doesn't know her, a couple weeks ago, so she told me that Scorpio rising, as you said, like, you know, as you step into your power, you've been more triggering. Like, it's a very polar, so it kind of has this, like, mystery where people are like, ooh, who is she? Like, yum, I like it, I like it, I'm a little scared, but I want more, you know, like, that kind of energy. But also, it's very polarizing, where people have this response as of, like, I love you, or I don't like it. Or, like, I need to unfollow you, I'm too triggered, but then they come back. Or, like, I was so triggered by you, but then I wanted to work with you. And, like, just kind of, like, how do I land her? (laughs) I know. It's very common. I absolutely love it. And I don't, I don't, that's the thing. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. I actually don't care. Like, I don't care if you unfollow me. Like, that's your sovereign right. I don't desire for anybody to be in my space unless they want to be in my space. I say that when you come and to work with me, right? Like, I'm not going to stand here and beg you to be in my space. I'm not going to, like, I'm not doing any of that. Like, if you want to be here, you're going to be here. I'm not going to convince you to be here. And like, if you want to leave, then please leave. But I see it all the time. People leave and then they come back and it's great. And then we end up working together. And there's actually so much power in that because that in itself is a journey for the person. Right. (laughs) It's like they're getting a healing through that. I just think it's interesting (laughs) because we're not doing it on purpose. It's literally just part of like the (laughs) action. It's just who I am, triggering as fuck. (laughs) But then you come work with us and you change your whole life. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, you're going to get the truth always, which I love. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Katie. Thank you for everyone who is here and joined us live for this beautiful conversation. And then Katie, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us? <sighs> Just come inside, babe. If you're watching this, it's because you want to be in there, right? Yes. Come and come and play. And also because this is going on my podcast as well, which is so exciting. Um, for those of you who end up listening to this on the podcast, all of Katie's links are gonna be in our in our episode notes as well. Mm-hmm. For yes. getting in touch with her. Yeah, definitely come say hi. You can follow me on Instagram, sign in my DMs. I love to connect. Um yeah. I have one-to-one spaces available for mentoring and rebirthing breath work and my signature program, group program, Devotion, the doors, the wait list doors are now open. So if you feel called to work with me deeper. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. Lisa's comment, Lisa's inside of FMM. She's saying she's a hundred percent in and so she's, and she's so excited. So you're going to be meeting Lisa soon if you don't know her yet. Ah, Lisa, nice to meet you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we're starting in March. So I'm really excited. And thank you so much for your time, Katie, and for coming to play in this witchy world of feminine magic and money with me and the women who are joining us. Mm. You said earlier, you said um, witches, goddesses, and queens. And I've never related to anything harder in my entire life. I was like, my nipples went hard. I was like, yes. 
That's what it is. When we got the goddess, the witch, and the queen turns on, I mean, you just can't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love you so much. I love you, my angel. I'll talk to you you soon. Bye. Bye. Hi, beauty. I hope you enjoyed this beautiful chat. I felt, I always feel so good after I talk to Katie. It's just like her heart speaks to my heart and it's just yum, yum, yum. So this is your reminder that doors are open on Feminine Magic and Many, the mastermind. We have a few more spaces available at which point doors will close until later in the year. This is a container that I only open twice a year because it is five months long and it'll change your life. I mean, that I can assure you of. So please DM me if you have questions. You can also head straight to my website, jocelynkellyreed.com or to the enrollment page. The link is in episode notes and sign up with us there. Once these final spaces close, I will be closing doors. We're going to be starting in March. And it's going to be so much fun and so deeply healing and so magic accelerating and everything your feminine heart has been dreaming of. I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com, or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.